We hear from Christian parents every single day. Many give us reasons why they just cannot support, accept, affirm their LGBTQ plus child because of their interpretation of the Bible or what their pastors have told them to do. Today, we share an email and our answer to parents about why they absolutely must support, accept, and fully affirm their LGBTQ plus child. It is indeed the Christian thing to do. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay? Hello and welcome to the Freed Hearts Podcast. My name is Robert Cottrell and I'm here as always with Susan Cottrell. Hi. Hi. Welcome everybody. And again, connect with us, freedhearts.org. It's the home of everything we do. (laughs) You know, one of your first blog posts was about 10 things to do when your child comes out. It says things like, this is not an offense against you. You didn't cause this. Now's the time to embrace your child. Uh, yeah. You know, all the basics for parents who are, who are blindsided. Like, this is not new to your child. They didn't just decide this. Praying, wishing, and believing will not make them straight. It's really advice to parents 101. Yeah. And yes. thousands of people read it and commented on it. And we've reposted that several times. And in fact... In fact, that post is what inspired your book, Mom, I'm Gay. That's right. That's exactly right. And 10 years later, we still hear from parents every single day. Yeah. Many give us reasons why they cannot support, accept, and affirm their LGBTQ child. Yeah. So today we want to talk about, this may be a really good episode to share out there as well, talk about why parents absolutely must support accept and fully affirm their LGBTQ plus child. Why? Because it's really the Christian thing to do. Yeah. And this, I got an email a, a while back that I had to answer. I mean, that I really had to share with you because it's a very common misunderstanding from parents taught mm-hmm. in non-affirming churches. Yeah. So I'm going to read the email from the parents and you can take it from there with your answer. Okay. Yeah? Yep. This, let me back up. This was a comment on the blog post. And then that they, they, were, they emailed you commenting on the blog post we just talked about. Right. So the parents right. said. Okay. So the parents wrote this. This is great, but too simplistic for our current situation. Our child came out as gender fluid pansexual in college. We reconfirmed our love to her and continue to treat her completely as our beloved daughter. We even use her desired new name and pronouns. We never complained nor put her down. We have stopped short of actually celebrating it. We haven't rejoiced with her about heading towards top surgery and about using testosterone, which has permanently lowered her voice to that of a man. She now insists that we celebrate with her and, quote, value her queerness, or she will go no contact with us. Loving her as our beloved child and using her name and pronouns is not enough for her. We must condone the same-sex relationships and be happy for them. Your article offered nothing to help us navigate this new stage of a threatened, severed relationship in a way so as to save it while not compromising our beliefs. I would buy your books, but I fear it will also stop short of the help we need. Thank you for helping parents who are not as far along in their ability to love their child Mm -hmm. through such things as we are. It it was never any question 
but that we would love our child unconditionally and bless them regardless. Mm -hmm. We need guidance and help to help the relationship survive now that we have an ultimatum from our child that requires we speak and act against the Bible. All right. So what did you say? That's, That's a mouthful. Okay, I said, Dearest parents, I hear how hard this is for you how it goes against everything you were taught and that you were taught that to condone them as they are would be to go against God. But let's turn this around. This is the child God gave you. They are God's gift and blessing to you. God never gave you any qualifiers. If you risk severing the relationship, how does that honor God? Remember the story in John 9 about the young man born blind, and the religious leaders want to know whose sin caused it. Remember, they are certain from their scriptures, from their leaders, that the blindness came from sin. But Jesus said, no, it's not a result of sin, but so God would be displayed through him. Do you know for certain, beyond a doubt, that this is not a similar situation? that this is not sin, but so that God could be displayed through your child? Are you certain to the point of risking your relationship? Those religious leaders were that certain, and they were certainly wrong. 1 Timothy 5.8 says, Those who won't care for their relatives, especially those in their own household, have denied the true faith. Such people are worse than unbelievers. Aren't you worried that you're breaking this command by denying peace and unconditional love to your own child? Why can't you just love them without condition and leave them to God? Since when does God hold you accountable for your adult child's relationship to God? This is between them and God. And you can't say that you're loving them unconditionally because if you were, they wouldn't be threatening to go silent. So think about it, mom and dad. Put yourself in their situation. Is it possible you would feel as they do? And if so, aren't you breaking the overriding command to treat others as you yourself would want to be treated? You are. I've talked to thousands of LGBTQ people in your child's situation, and none of them receive what you're describing as love, even though you can't see it right now. You said you'd buy our books, but are afraid they'll stop short of what you need. If the help you want is for someone to say, you're doing the right thing by standing firm against the truth Uh, your child is telling you about them and their lived experience, something you've never experienced but are still sure that you have an answer for, then yes, our books will stop short of that. But that is not what you need. That baby you loved since before birth is ready to shut the door in your face because you're not listening to them. You're not hearing them. And I don't say this to shame you or blame you. I say it as I would say, go quickly, your house is on fire. 
go quickly. Your relationship with your beloved child is on fire. You're speaking as though you expect when you get to heaven for God to say, well done. You upheld your interpretation of what was told to you that was was me talking. Oh, sure, you abandon your child and destroy your relationship with them, but you kept the rules, your interpretation of them. God will not say that. God is more likely to say, hey, where's your child? What do you mean you wrecked your relationship over rules? I never said to do that. In fact, Jesus said, don't do that. Jesus said, relationships comes first. Fathers don't exasperate your children. How can you not care for your very own child? How can you not treat them as though, as they're asking you to treat them, as you'd want to be treated. That's the minimum amount of respect due anyone. I see that you're regretful now that I'm telling you this, but it's too late. Do you even know where your child is or how they're doing? No, that's right. You don't because you let them go. You didn't do the very basics of loving them. Don't put your idea of allegiance to me over your flesh and blood child. I care nothing about your upholding rules you think I care about and ignoring the weightier parts of the law about loving others. Go get that child, but you can't, can you? Whoever causes my little ones to stumble by putting law above people, that's what Jesus was saying to the religious leaders, It's better if they're thrown into the sea with a millstone around their neck. For all your Bible studying, you didn't get that. How about this? Love comes first. Jesus was so clear about that. And he meant that love feels like love. He didn't mean you can fail to embrace your child as they are 100% and call it love. No, that's conditional approval. You're all concerned about this little splinter you see in your child's eye of their gender which, not to be harsh, is not your business, but you're missing the giant plank in your own eye made up of giant parts of the law about love and made up of a million other splinters. What do you think I meant telling you those things? Remember, Jesus was harsh only to religious leaders because they rejected people just like your child. And now you've done the same thing to your child. Do you expect that this time I'll be happy about it? You said we need guidance and help to help the relationship survive now that we have an ultimatum from our child that requires we speak and act against the Bible. But your child is not asking that. Your child is asking you to act with the Bible in all the ways I just said, by putting love first and leaving the rest to me. If your church is not teaching you that much, then why are you going? And what is it teaching you? It's teaching you rules and judgment, the very things Jesus blasted the religious leaders for. Your child sees this more clearly than you do. You know, out of the mouths of babes come my praise. I know you were taught against this, and you didn't understand what your child was telling you. But all they wanted was for you to celebrate them as the gift they were from me. 
After all, I created them in my image. Just leave their correction, whatever you think their correction might be, to me. Am I not God after all? That's not too much to ask of you, is it? And if you aren't willing to leave it to me, I think it's because you're afraid I won't carry out your desired consequences for them. You're afraid I'll let them get away with it. No, that's not your business. I promise this is simple. It's not easy for you, but it's simple. Love above all else. That's all you need to know. Beloved, this is what's at risk for you, that you will meet me in heaven expecting a reward for sacrificing the child I gave you. How would I reward that? No, your heart will change. You will regret having sacrificed your own child, but it'll be too late. People tried to tell you you thought you knew, but instead of trusting my still small voice, you trusted your religious leaders who say the same things the religious leaders said in Jesus' day, and they didn't listen either. Sweethearts, you need to trust my heart of love. Trust what Jesus told you about loving others and treating them as you'd want to be treated. If only you had seen that beautiful child of yours as I've seen them all along, you never would have abandoned them as you did. Parents, that is more likely what God will say to you in that day. And so I say to you, go quickly, dear parents. Your relationship with your beloved child is on fire. With love, Susan. Mm. If you're part of the LGBTQ plus community and you have experienced this from your parents, we are so sorry. You did not, do not deserve any of it. It is all about them and not about you whatsoever. As we said last week, it's not your fault. We hope you know that. You are beloved as you are for who you are. If your parents, please connect with us at freedhearts.org. We have supportive community and extensive resources to help you with whatever issues, whatever struggles that you may have, may st- even may still be ex- experiencing that are getting in the way of you celebrating your child. Mom and dad, you're not alone. We will walk on this journey with you. We understand this can be very, very hard for you and very challenging and can take a lot of courage. But faith requires courage. That's, what, that's what's being asked of you. Yeah. And we, we promise, <laughs> we promise if you just go on this journey There is a love, an acceptance, a joy, a peace, a relationship with God, a depth of your faith and understanding of spirit, a relationship with your child is more that is more beautiful than you can ever imagine. Yes, and with God. I promise you. You can imagine. Yeah. 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 We love you and we appreciate you and we hope you reach out to us. Yeah. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Would it be okay 
If I were to tell you that I am afraid someday, so I call you up and you call me down, would it be okay? You've been listening to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We have extensive resources and a vibrant, inclusive community for you at freedhearts.org. Please just come say hello. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions for the podcast, just email us at podcast at freedhearts.org. Audio engineering is provided by Luke Johnson. The music is provided by Hannah Cottrell, our daughter, the Grammy-nominated Saint Center. You can find out more about her and her music at heystcenter.com. Please share, subscribe and follow on your favorite platform, and support us if you can. Thanks for listening.